Maryland basketball might already be facing a must win. You are Locked On Terps, your daily podcast on the Maryland Terps. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for 247 Sports and InsideMarylandSports.com and host of Locked On Terps, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Maryland versus Villanova. Both teams are in a desperate place and are absolutely desperate and need a win on Friday at 7 o'clock. Both teams are coming off of pretty bad losses. In Maryland's case, It's a two-game losing streak to Davidson and UAB, and the Terps are almost facing a must-win. I'm going to argue this is is a must-win game for the Maryland Terrapins against Villanova on Friday. A loss to a UAB basketball team that is currently 1-2 with their only win being over us and their losses being to Bradley and Clemson. And another loss to Davidson, who also lost to Clemson, 68-65. to Two teams that aren't expected to do much this year. Two teams that are not anything special. Not even really close to the teams that we're going to play in the Big Ten. Davidson is solid, don't get me wrong. But that UAB team isn't very good for college basketball standards. That's just how it is. That's just what it is. They play hard. They're a tough team. But... In terms of some of the talent and the athleticism and the skill that we're going to face in one of the best basketball conferences in the entire country, UAB is not is not that. And for us to start the season with those two straight losses, it it really hurts overall for the Terps to already have that on our resume. The whole point of college basketball season is you're building up your resume. You're continuously building it up. You're building your resume for March Madness so that when you get out of it, you can look at it. The committee can look at it and say, you're a team that deserves to be in the field, in the field of the 64 or the 68 teams that get picked to go into the tournament because that's really all that you want at the end of the day. And for those two losses to already be on the on the resume, on the bad side, on the negative side, it is not easy to rebound from those type of games. It's not like we just lost to Kansas like Kentucky did. We lost to UAB and Davidson, two teams that aren't even in Power 5. But the reason I say that we're not, it's not just us in this position and the team that we play on Friday, the Villanova Wildcats, they're also seemingly have maybe not as much of a must-win game as us because they didn't lose too straight already but they're facing a game that is extremely important to against us so both teams are going to be come out fiery and let me explain why Villanova just lost to Penn not Penn State 
Penn, the Ivy League school, one of the top schools in the country, the school that's known for their academics, not really as much their basketball. That's the team that Villanova just lost to. Villanova lost to Penn, 72 to 76. Villanova was the 22nd ranked team in the country and lost to the Quakers. So we're looking at it as both teams just got upset. Maryland was a borderline top 25 team just right outside the top 25. That is a thing of the past. That's way in the past. Villanova was a top 25 team. They were number 22. And we're both coming off pretty terrible losses in games that we were favored in by double digits. By double digits. Um, Villanova was like a 10.5 favorite to Penn. And Penn has some really good players, of course. But like I said, Penn is not is not a top 25 team in the country. They don't have that type of talent. Like I said, they're known for their academics, not as much as their basketball, but they have some really good players. So don't get me wrong. And Villanova also has some really good players when they come to playoffs. And both teams need a win desperately for the resume to make up for their loss to Penn and for Maryland situation, Davidson and UAB. But if we look at it, we can't forget Villanova does have former Maryland's forward, small forward wing player in Akeem Hart, former Maryland starter from last year, really was impressed with how much he improved throughout his college season. He continued to just get better and get better and get better from his freshman year to his senior year where he was starting, his shot got better, he just became a better overall leader. He became a really solid player for the Maryland Terrapins. And honestly, right now, we could use Akeem Hart pretty badly. But the thing is, he barely is playing for Villanova. I think if we all did it over again, I think he would have stayed in College Park. Because right now, it's it's not going great for Akeem Hart in Villanova. He's only played nine minutes against Penn, zero points. And could have. I think it could have been beneficial for him to stay with the Terps and just be a starter every game and play big minutes for us because we absolutely could use a wing right now that can do a little bit of shooting, that can do a little bit of everything, play defense, and that's what Akeem Hart brings. And so he's on that Villanova team, so you know he's going to be fired up to play the formal team. But like I said, both teams need this game for their resume in college basketball. It's really hard to come back from down one and three. It's really hard to do that in terms of building up your resume for March. Because really think about it. Really think about it. Most of the March Madness teams that are like the 11, 12, 7, 8, those type of seeding teams, the 10 seeds, those teams and everybody above them, they usually win early on the season against the non-conference opponents that they're supposed to beat. The ones that are kind of give me games, if you look at it, I picked out a couple March Madness teams from last year and saw what they did early on in this season. Um, I picked out a couple. Of, for example, I chose NC State last year, 12th seed in March Madness, but they started 4-0 with wins over their smaller schools like FIU and Elon, and they were just a 12th seed. So it is really hard to come back from losses against Davidson and UAB and then drop to 1-3 and three against Villanova. You almost already are feeling like you got to win the Big Ten tournament to get into the dance, which is a whole nother topic. That's one of the hardest things to do in college basketball. 
Number one is winning in March, winning March Madness. But winning a Big Ten tournament or like an ACC tournament, that is very challenging to do. So for Maryland to do that, already have to do that early on the season, I'm not saying if they lose to Villanova, it's just over and they can't do it. They can still do it, of course. They'll find the rhythm later on the season, and they can get some big wins against like a Michigan State team. But Michigan State has lost two already, too. But, I mean, one of their losses um, came last night, which they lost to Duke, which is you rather lose to Duke than lose to UAB. So, I mean, they also got upset by JMU, of course. But still, they, it's a little bit better to lose one, have one bad upset, and then one to Duke, which isn't really an upset. But like a team like Michigan State, maybe Maryland could pull off a win against them or a team against Purdue like last year. They're going to have plenty of chances to get some big wins later on. But I'm just saying it's really hard to come back for both teams, Villanova and Maryland. So we're looking at this and it's like both teams kind of got to have this game if they want if they want to feel solid going into the rest of the out-of-conference play and just building up the resume, it kind of feels to me like both teams need this game. And it's going. that's going to be great for us as viewers because we're going to be able to see an awesome competitive game. And maybe that's a little bit scary because we know Villanova is facing as much desperation that we're facing. So you know they're going to be motivated. But overall, it's going to be really cool to see these two teams go at it and two teams that have been disappointed early on and see what changes they have made, see if they fix anything, see if Maryland can shoot the ball better, see if Maryland can have less defensive communication. I haven't gotten to watch Villanova a lot, but I I'm, I will watch their replay against Penn before Friday's episode to give you guys a preview of what Villanova does well. I know they have some really good players. I know they have one of the better players in the country and Justin Moore, but to see, it will be interesting to see if Maryland can improve on all those small things that they didn't do well, if the freshmen can improve, if Julian Reese can get more involved at times. We'll see, but it's going to be a game that feels like a must-win game and kind of is a must-win game or only in the fourth game of the season. Talia and the seniors have a chance to go out with a bang in their last home game. We'll talk about that after this ad from E. Bay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. The Terp seniors have a chance to do something special in their last game as or not their last game, their last home game, excuse me, as Maryland Terrapins. This is their last chance to compete at home, which honestly, until I started reading a little bit and started thinking about things, I didn't really notice. This football season has flown by for the college football season. I can't believe we're already in our last home game, and I will be at the game on Saturday to see what happens, but it's an awesome opportunity, and Coach Loxley talked about it um, going into this Michigan game. It's an awesome opportunity for these guys to have a chance in their last game to go out with a bang. If you look at it, the seniors that we have, there's a ton of them. This is one of Coach Loxley's best senior classes, and of course, it all starts with Talia. Just to give you guys, I know a lot of you guys know, but to give you guys some of the perspective of what he's done and how he's changed the Maryland program, he leads records for passing yards with 10,649 yards, passing touchdowns with 73, completions with 910, and so many more stats, so many more that I could be here, I feel like, all day talking about what Talia's stats he has broken and all the different things he's done, but for this to be his last home game, I just hope that the Maryland fans cheer really hard no matter what happens in the game. If Michigan's up by 50, if we're up by 50, imagine we're up by 50. That probably won't happen, but if Michigan's up by 50, that could possibly happen. Or whatever's going on in the game, this is Talia's last game, and he has changed the program. We were kind of in a dumpster fire. We didn't know what to do. The program was at a really low point. We had quarterback issues all the time. There were a couple of years where we were just terrible. The Maryland football program was a joke for a while. And thanks to the seniors that I'm going to highlight a lot of them and talk about some of them and what they have a chance to do, but thanks to the seniors and Talia and Coach Loxley, they were able to turn this ship around, which isn't easy to do in the game of football. It's really hard to go out there, recruit guys, and to bring together such special class that I think this senior class is. And I don't know what we're going to look like next year. We'll see how well Coach Loxley has recruited. But it's going to be hard without these guys because there's some really good players in this class. There's guys that are going to go off to the NFL and make money. But like I said, Talia has completely changed this program with all the records that he's taken and making this into a winning team, making this into three straight bowl game appearances and chance to make it three straight bowl wins. We hadn't done that since 2006 and 2008, and a huge part of that is Talia. It's not single-handedly Talia, like some of the college football analysts say. It's not single-handedly Talia. It's not all him, but a big part of it is what he has done to the program and that stability that he's brought at the quarterback position. And without him, if we're being honest, I don't know where we lay as a program right now. I don't know where we're at as a program. I don't know how good we are. I don't know if we're three straight bowls. I don't know. I don't know what will happen next year with the quarterback position, if Billy Edwards will get his chance or 
Cam Edge or if we go in transfer portal. I don't really know, but I know this year and for the last couple of years, we have had stability at the quarterback position, which you can't ever take for granted, especially in college in the NFL. It's hard to get those type of guys to be three, four year starters that really channel in your program, change it, bring it to a new level. And that's what Talia has done. And he has a chance to finally get his signature win on Saturday. I said it. He doesn't have a signature win, one of those upsets against a Penn State, Michigan. He's done everything else but be a big dog. And it's really hard. And I don't expect us to do it. I don't expect us to do it. I'll say that. That Michigan team is one of the best teams I've seen and one of the best teams in college football. They're really good. The thing about them is Coach Locks talked about it, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow when we preview the game more. Um, it's just like every single player, it seems like that, or a starter is going to be an NFL player and is a really good football player. It might not be like a star star every year, every position, but it's a really good player there. It's a really good player there. It's a really good player there. It might not be like top five draft pick there, top five draft, but it's just like that guy's going to be a solid 10-year NFL player. You probably go in the second, third round. Solid player there. Really good player there. Senior leader there. They have some just overall really good talent. But Talia has a chance to have that signature win. And so do the rest of the seniors to highlight a couple. Gottlieb, who came in this year on the offensive line, who's done some good things. Bo Braid has been a starter for Maryland for a while. Bo Braid, one of our best defenders, arguably our best defender, our leading tackler last year, um, one of our leaders, one of the guys in the back end that we trust. He's going to be an NFL player. Bo Braid has done some tremendous things in the Maryland program, and I bet there is nothing more he wants to do in his last game than beat the Wolverines. And there's other guys like Corey Bullock, uh, starter on our offensive line, Isaac Bunyan, Trey Colbert, two starters on the defensive line who've done a good job this year. Corey Deitches, who is on Mel Kuyper's board for tight ends. So um, Corey Deitches will be, I think he'll be an NFL draft pick. I'm unsure where he'll go, but he'll have a chance to play in the league. And he's done some really good stuff, creating mismatches. And I hope he can do that against Michigan, creating mismatches against a linebacker because of what he brings in the passing game overall. But Corey Deitches has done some really good things for the Maryland Terrapins. You look at guys like Connor Fagan, Rex Fleming, Quayshawn Fuller started on our defensive line. Delmar Glaze has brought really solid offensive line play for the last couple of years for the Terps. Could have went to the NFL last year, but is really solid right tackle, left tackle, whatever you need. That's going to help him in the NFL. And we're going to need him against those pass rushers against Michigan. We're going to need all these seniors against Michigan. You look like guys that like Sean Greeley, remember what he did, walk on to getting a touchdown and this year, even though he's mainly a linebacker and forcing a fumble in the same game, um, what game was that that he did that in? Um, but if you guys remember, he did that against uh, – I'm going to say it was Michigan State game where he created – where he had a touchdown, created a fumble. It was like – it was really cool. It was like the first time someone had did that in a while. Um, it was a really cool game for him. And then we look at Ruben Hippolyte, senior leader in that young linebacker room with a bunch of players back there, Jaquan Shepard, starting corner for us, really high-level guy that we absolutely need back there. Really solid overall players overall that we 
couldn't have done this program without. And then one of the more important ones, we can't forget, Tarheeb Stell, one of the best Maryland corners I've seen. Um, had two interceptions last week, was the defensive player of the week, has done some absolutely amazing thing for the Maryland Terrapins. And so when I talk about Tarheeb Stell, when I talk about Bo Braid, when I talk about Talia Tungaviola, when I talk about Isaac Bunyan, whoever I talk about in that class, there is nothing more than they want for this opportunity against Michigan to go out with a bang. And nobody is going to expect it. Nobody really has the expectation of us beating them except for that everybody in that room. They're going to go in with the confidence that they have, that they have the chance to beat them. And you never know with Talia and, and with some really talented players, you never know what we can do. So they have a chance, absolutely a chance, to go out with a huge bang against Michigan and upset the number two team in the country. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I would never pick Maryland to win this game. That's just unrealistic. Michigan just has too many good players. But I'm not going to say that it's impossible because I know for a fact crazier things have happened in this world than a Maryland ter- a real a solid Maryland Terrapin team bringing down a Mich- a really good Michigan team. Crazier things have happened. We're going to need some things to go our way but it helps that it's at home with all the hype and college football kickoff being there. And I can't wait to see it live to see what the Maryland Terrapins can do. Let's give you an update on Derek Queen. I know a lot of you guys are curious. What is going on with Queen? Is he going to commit to Maryland soon? I'll tell you all about that after this ad from FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over, under, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Derek Queen. It's not looking amazing for the Terps, and it's kind of going a little bit shaky. The Derek Queen news is not the best. It looks like he won't commit during the early signing period and might wait all the way till the spring. So what does that exactly mean for the Terps? I guess nobody knows exactly except for him and where his head is at, but I think it means that he doesn't know what he wants to do. If he was confident in Maryland, if he knew it was Maryland and that's where he wanted to go, he would have been committed by now. But I think he's having second thoughts, and I think he doesn't know exactly what he wants, which is completely fine. Um, it's fine for him to take his time. I'm not mad at him about it. I mean, of course, I'm not mad about it. Obviously, I want him to be a Terp. But I completely understand um, him taking his time as um, being a college athlete. I know 
that it's it that the recruiting process is really hard and it's really hard to just commit to a school for your for the four years or however long he may be in college. I know that that's really hard to do. So I'm not surprised that he's taking his time, especially I think it, honestly, if we're being honest, I don't think it helps that we currently just lost to Davidson and UAB. Um, I mean, I've always thought about that. How much does winning impact it? Like, winning right now like if the team loses a game in college football or like something like that or Maryland's on a two game bad losing streak does that really hurt with a recruit like Derek Queen I think it has some type of impact at the end of the day um but the Maryland is still the favorite for the five star big um all the websites still have him projected to Maryland right now and if you don't remember his top four includes Maryland Indiana Kansas and Houston so I think I don't think another school is coming in heavy and like trying and that's why. And he's like considering that. I don't think it's that. I think he's really unsure if he wants to go home in Maryland or if it's somewhere else like an in Indiana or like a Kansas or like a Houston. Kansas does a really good job of developing players and developing bigs and he could have a really good impact there. I think of what. I just saw Hunter Dickinson do. If you remember Hunter Dickinson, we played him every year at Michigan. One of the best players in the Big Ten is now at Kansas. Had an awesome game last night. Had like over 20 points, over 20 rebounds against Kentucky. If I look at a guy like Hunter Dickinson who posts up, plays that type of game, he reminds me a little bit of Derek Queen a little bit. I mean, um, Derek Queen's not as tall um, as a player. And is probably more of a four than a five, I would say. I mean, you could probably play Derek Queen at the five, but he's more of a four. But when I see those type of performances, I think maybe he could want to be at Kansas and with what they do with their bigs. Or at Indiana, what they've been doing with their recent recruiting. Or Houston, they've been a really solid program and have a really good coach. So if you really think about it, you can see him over, like not overthinking it, but really thinking it and but it's not a good sign that he's taking longer because that means he doesn't know like straight up he's not sure if it's Maryland or somewhere else because if he did he would have already committed so it's a little bit scary that he hasn't chosen where he wants to play but that's all we have for today thank you for listening please like and subscribe we're going to be here talking about Maryland basketball and football every single day so make sure you like and subscribe and thank you for listening to Locked on Terps